Jonah died. The atheists and the agnostics and the skeptics as well as the pastors and just about everyone likes to leave out that part. Depending upon who you bump into on the street, they will either tell you Jonah hanging out in the digestive system of a fish for three consecutive days and then living to tell the whale of a tale was impossible and therefore fictitious, or that they were wrestling to comprehend it all, scientifically speaking, of course. Well then, what do these people think the sign of Jonah was exactly? Then certain of the scribes and of the parashim answered, saying, Rabbi, we would see a sign from you. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous nation seeks after a sign, and there shall no sign be given to it, but the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the fish's belly, so shall the son of Adam be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Bezorah, Matifyahu 12, 38-40 That was Mashiach doing the talking, by the way. The sign of Jonah was one in which Yahusha promised to enter the heart of the earth, whatever that means, and then resurrect from the dead. Just kidding, the heart of the earth is totally a reference to Sheol, obviously. Thought you had me there for a moment, didn't you? Maybe next time. Comparing his three days and nights in the tomb with Yonah's Airbnb situation only works if Yonah died as well. And of course, in the case of Yonah's resurrection, Nineveh repented. The same cannot be said for Yerushalayim, unfortunately. Not that Yonah didn't end up in the belly of the earth either. Read it for yourself. Now, Yahuwaha had prepared a great fish to swallow up Yonah. And Yonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Then Yonah prayed unto El Yahuwaha Alahayu out of the fish's belly, and said, I cried by reason of my affliction unto El Yahuwaha, and he heard me. Out of the belly of Sheol cried I, and you heard my voice, for you had cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about, all your billows and your waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of your sight, yet I will look again towards your holy temple. The waters compass me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about, the weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains, the earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet have you brought up my life from corruption? O Yahuwaha Allahai, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered Yahuwaha, and my prayer came in unto you, into your holy temple. One hardly needs to read between the lines in Yonah's prayer to make the death and resurrection connection. He straight up says he cried out from the belly of Sheol rather than the belly of a fish. Last I heard, living people don't go to Sheol. What are Yonah's critics smoking? He then claims he was cast into the deep, which I take to be a reference to the abyss. He also claims the seaweed wrapped around him and that the waters compassed his very soul a soul which was furthermore fainted, indicating his life had been taken. Yonah drowned. So then, at what point did the fish swallow Yonah, chronologically speaking? It does say Yahuwaha prepared a great fish, but then in his prayer, which recounts the events of his fading consciousness, the fish is never mentioned. 
Look, just because you've heard something stated a hundred thousand times from the loudspeakers, informing you of the supposed reality beyond the chain-linked fence of the FEMA camp, doesn't make the voices right. If I'm reading this correctly, the fish only swallowed him after his death. After succumbing to the deep, he then finds himself among the roots of the mountains rather than the sea, which again, is simply another way of describing Sheol. There's a point to all of this, you know. The great fish wasn't any ordinary fish swimming along the ocean floor. Blub blub blub. No, the great fish appears to be a literal embodiment of Sheol. It's the Leviathan we've been hearing so much about as of late. I spent my morning tracking down dozens of examples of artwork, all of which share a common theme. Yoda is being swallowed by a fish resembling a sea serpent. You're welcome. The ancients knew what was going on, apparently. The fish was as supernatural as Yona's death and rebirth incident. The thing about my collection is that I was holding back from you. There are other, far older depictions. The earliest visual examples that I can find all seem to attest to a leviathan-like creature, rather than a tuna fish or a whale. Here is one such fresco from the underground catacombs of Marcellinus and Kepha in Rome, and of course Kepha is Peter, dated by the calendar makers to the 4th century. Yep, that is Yona alright, being cast into the jaws of a sea serpent. But then check this one out, why don't you? The Jonah sarcophagus is dated to 300 AD and is said to be a surviving remnant of old St. Peter's Basilica in Rome, which was conveniently demolished in 1505 under orders of Pope Julius II. Hmm, another end of the Millennial Kingdom events, I shouldn't wonder. You know I so badly want to ride off on that hound hunt, but then we'd wander way off course from our present reconnaissance mission. Best to stay on course. There are actually various scenes on the Jonah sarcophagus, one of which includes Mashiach resurrecting Eliezer, that would be Lazarus, from the earth. Sounds like a clue. It is Jonah's death and resurrection scene, however, which takes the starring role in all of this. I'm no art major, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm seeing Jonah get swallowed by a sea serpent. After vomiting him out, we then see him rise up from underneath the earth. There is more to the sarcophagus, but you get the point. Seems to me that the man buried within had high hopes to be resurrected, and I certainly like to think that he made it. Speaking of which, my favorite part in Yonah's prayer regards his claim that Yahuwaha brought up his life from corruption. That's a reference to Psalm 1610 for you will not leave my soul in Sheol, neither will you suffer your Holy One to see corruption. Psalm 16.10 I have often heard it stated by the Sunday School crew that Yoda would have arrived in Nineveh with a blotchy lack of pigments called melanin in the skin, seeing as how he had been bathing for three days in gastric acid, among other defects. Could he even see after that? They keep missing the most amazing plot point of this story. Yona was resurrected. Like Mashiach, his body did not see decay. But even that is not the full of it. The great fish, as I've already stated, was most likely Leviathan. And Leviathan derived from the abyss, making him a physical embodiment of Sheol. 
You will see what I mean when I continue this discussion.